Okay, this is my fourth recording uh, in this same ongoing conversation about uh, developmental psychology using an example of three baseball umpires, considering their epistemology, and then viewing all three of them through the lenses of Piaget, Keegan, and where I left off sort of in the last recording, a bit of um, understanding these three and their epistemologies using the uh, the stages or the lenses of William Torbert. Um, in the last uh, recording, I, I went pretty quickly through the Keegan orders of consciousness because I think understanding the uh, the consciousness of these three baseball umpires gives us deeper understanding into their epistemologies. And as you recall, the first umpire calls balls and strikes by saying that he calls them like he sees them. The second one calls balls and strikes by saying, I call them what they are, and the third one calls balls and strikes by saying, they aren't anything until I call them. And so um, I thought about the epistemology and the subject-object balance and used some of Piaget's theory to, to understand their epistemologies and what epistemology means. And then I moved on to Keegan and really tried to apply his orders of consciousness to get into the consciousness levels of those three baseball umpires realizing that generally they were in the socialized mind or the self-authoring mind um, categories or, or orders as, as Keegan would call them. And now I want to sort of take that a step further, as I mentioned, into uh, probably Keegan would call these the languages of transformation or um, what, um, what uh, William Torbert, I think, would call the, the, the ways of leading. And um, his, his ways of leading are, are referred to collectively as action logics. In other words, they're behaviors that are displayed uh, by individuals, but they do align uh, and, and really stem from that same subject-object balance, that same sort of epistemology foundations of Jean Piaget and the orders of consciousness and stages of development that I think Keegan lays out and, and tries to apply them more practically. Now I realize I'm probably going to be stretching here a little bit to try and understand the leadership action logic for these three baseball umpires based on the limited information we have, but what I like about um, Torbert's um, sort of diagnostic approach is with ac action logics you can think about them in a more uh, modern way, in a, in a way that's maybe more uh, practical and so, for example, I think Torbert would put these um, three baseball umpires all clearly in the expert level. I, th I think they're all three experts. Um, and I think, I, but I think, you know, that's where most people are when they're in their adult um, stage of development. They're, they're sort of in that conventional category. Uh, they're, they're sociocentric, um, and that's where most experts live. Um, but to break down the three umpires for a minute using Torbert's models, I, I think the, the first umpire that says, I call him like I see him, you know, he's, he's an expert and displaying the very traditional mindset about baseball. Um, but you might argue he's sort of showing a little bit of that conformist uh, diplomat level, you know, kind of obeying group norms and doesn't want to rock the boat, um, you know, wants to belong. There's a lot of that, it seems like, is in his 
epistemology or his way of viewing balls and strikes. But he, he understands the rules of logic and expertise and you know he's trying to be rationally efficient. Um, he's a good contributor as uh, Keegan would have said. He's a team player, a faithful follower. He's aligned with what we expect baseball umpires to be. Second baseball umpire, uh, I call them what they are. Now he's um, he's an expert, I think. He's he's been an expert. He knows he's an expert. Um, but again, maybe a little bit more of his own compass. You looking at Torbert's uh, action logics, he might even be displaying a bit of individualism or individualist. He creates his own structures. Maybe not a constructivist quite yet, um, but but expert and maybe. Uh, something beyond. And so um, he certainly has shifted his subject-object balance to some extent, and that's important to recognize. So, um, yeah, I think baseball umpire number two is, is quite independent. And uh, and then moving to baseball umpire number three, uh, they aren't anything until I call them. Uh, now, I think he's an expert. He might be an achiever, but he's showing flashes of probably an, an individualist. Um, he's certainly constructing or creating his, his unique structure to solve the problem. Um, and, you know, um, I think if I were interviewing each three of these baseball umpires and sort of trying to apply uh, Torbert's action logics, they'd all be experts, but, they're, but the way they're describing how they make meaning and what their epistemologies are uh, baseball umpire number two and number three show flashes maybe of being individualists and strategists and so maybe I would think about them in that regard but I would find myself going back to Keegan to, f to think about their stages of development because the information I have may not really reflect um, as well as I think it does their stage of development um, and I'd have to think about baseball umpire number one, number two, and number three and get more information um, before I was willing to put them sort of squarely in an action logic category. In fact, um, when I think about baseball umpire number one, I'd want to revisit him in particular. Aim more of a reflection of the role he's playing as opposed to the stage of development that he is uh, capable of or at least um, developed towards. Maybe he's playing that role because that's what's required, the simplicity of it all. It reminds me a bit of um, the idea of simplicity is, is one side of complexity and maybe that baseball umpire number one has gone from simplicity through complexity and back to simplicity again and he's very comfortable with I call him like I see him uh, because that's what the role he really should be playing as a baseball umpire as imposed as a as opposed to imposing his own construct while the other two show the constructive nature of of calling them what they are or maybe more uh, boldly uh, they aren't anything until I call them um, I'm not sure I'm quite ready to give baseball umpire number two or three uh, that much more credit for development and and suggest that just because baseball umpire number one has a simplicity to his epistemology that he isn't capable of those higher levels of consciousness 
and maybe he's um, where he needs to be for the role he's playing, the role he's taking up uh, as a baseball umpire. Anyway, just thoughts about those three through the uh, more practical lens of Torbert and the action logic that I can observe from the comments they made about how they call balls and strikes.